Hello and welcome back. I'm Dr. Nicola and this is Aspen Talks Health. Today I am joined by Kathleen Fors. She is the belief expert and the founder of a very unique program called Holistic Emotional Makeover. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank I'm happy to be here. Good. My pleasure to have you. We're going to talk about sabotaging beliefs and how they can manifest in the physical form as, as ailments and physical conditions and how we can clear them. So very exciting show. I'm so excited to have you. On the show. Great. Good. So um, you have a very interesting story. Tell us about your your journey. Well, I don't know how interesting it is. It's probably very typical for the time that I came into this world. My parents were, um, you know, raised in the depression and the consciousness consciousness of the planet wasn't very high. Mm -hmm. You know, they didn't have a lot of resources, books, or information about raising ch children and and you know how to be and so on. So you know, I had a mother that was. Um, you know, controlling, um, angry at times. And, um, you know, I had some trauma when I was young where I just didn't feel safe feeling my anger. Mm. And that created a lot of problems. Huh, interesting. What problems did it create for you? Well, first of all, you know, in those days, they uh, didn't, they hadn't invented time out. So they had, you know, the switch. And so, you know, being, you know, mm. you know, spanked and, and you know, uh, at times, you know, rather harshly, uh, it was, it was very scary for me. Yeah, of and so I, you know, that childhood trauma, I created a lot of sabotaging beliefs about myself and about life and not feeling safe. Mm, yeah, I hear you. That's tough. Um, what, what? How did this uh, come out? How did you learn? Uh, what did you learn about your sabotage beliefs? Well, um, the first thing that happened that was really dramatic is that I developed a binge eating disorder at the age of 16 because some anger was coming up, which I was totally unaware of. But when this anger started coming up, I started getting anxious, mm. severe anxiety. And the only thing I knew how to do as a 16-year-old was to try and numb it out. And I did that with sugar and food. So overeating, binge eating, it was, you know, maybe a couple times a week, but it was very demoralizing, embarrassing, and shameful. But I would binge eat, and that would numb myself out so I wouldn't feel that anxiety. Yeah. And it was all about not feeling safe, feeling anger. anger. Wow. Yeah. It's tough. I, 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 a lot of people turn to food as comfort. That's very typical probably behavior. Yes, it is. I certainly do. Yes, and I think that not being able to feel safe and secure, feeling all of your feelings, is the main cause for addictions, right. which is numbing yourself out. Yeah, and we had talked before, you, you had mentioned that we're taught not to feel our feelings. Well, in, yes, um, most people are parents, um, you know, when their child is crying, they try to comfort them, and they may say, uh, no, that, it doesn't hurt that much, or big boys don't cry, or, you know, they think they're trying, they're really helping their child, but what would be the most optimal thing to do is, you know, sit them on your lap and rock them and let them, you know, say owie, owie, and, and, and let them express all their pain and, uh, you know, their emotions. And what happens is they complete it. They're not stuffing it down. And in just a few moments, they just jump off, you know, their mom's lap and run off and start playing again. Yeah. 
And that's the healthy thing to do. You, you, you almost have to empathize and feel with them. Yes, yeah. Like and feel, you validate like, their yeah, feelings. Yeah, say ow, 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 and they say ow, and they get permission to feel their emotions. And by feeling their emotion, that completes the emotion so it doesn't get buried deep inside. So important. Yeah. Wow. So what was your turning point in your journey? Well, um, when I was... Well, first of all, you know, by having this trauma as a childhood, I felt like a victim mm. and I had belief, uh, I had victim beliefs. And so throughout my, you know, my early 20s and 30s, I would attract victim circumstances, you know, with my boyfriends, with in my career and everything. So, yeah. you know, I felt like my, I was powerless and it was, you know, like life was just a struggle. And so, and, and I was numbing myself out a lot. So, you know, I was totally unconscious. And then when I was about 38, um, I mean, you know, first of all, I started on this path. I started doing therapy, reading books and so on. But I took this class, it was called Lighten Up, and it was all about feeling your emotions. Well, I had to go, it was like, uh, it was a three month class every week. And it took me about half the course before I actually felt anger. And uh, our instructor had these pillows and the batakas, and you know, it took me like six weeks before I could actually you know, hit the bataka and get some anger up. So I took that class three times over the course of a year, you know, just kept repeating it. And by the end of like maybe 14 months, I had lost 30 pounds and I was no longer, you know, binge eating. Wow, fascinating. Yeah. What were some of the victim beliefs? What was the dialogue like? Um, well, it wasn't really a dialogue because inner... I was numbing myself out. Uh. But, you know, after becoming the belief expert and, and, you know, studying this, all this and everything, the belief is, you know, that, I mean, you just can't feel anger or I will be punished. Uh, if I feel anger, I'll be rejected. I'll be alone. I will die. That's sort of like the pre-verbal you know, things that go into your, every cell of your body. Yeah. And that, uh, you know, I can't ask for what I want. I can't uh, say no. So, you know, not having strong boundaries mm. totally sabotages you in relationships and career and everything. So, you know, that's major. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. There's a desire, a lot of women especially suffer from this, the, the desire to please. And so you say yes to everything, even if it's not really in your best interest or, or what you, you can energetically accomplish. Well, when you are a small child and you're afraid of anger, you become a major people-pleasing. And um, the other thing that happens is you might try to be perfect all the time because it's that fear of that person getting angry, um, it's, you know, it's, it's devastating yeah. to yourself. Yeah. You know, and it's around safety, too. Any other sabotaging beliefs? The one that comes to my mind is not good enough. Like, oh, well, yeah. But, not good enough. Something's wrong with me. Right. I'm inferior. I had all those. Yeah, I bet. I mean, it's... Yeah. You're a child absorbing your environment. And you, right, you were telling me before that you, you, as a child you see everything in your environment as your fault almost? Or? Well, they say that you, the, uh, your basic belief system is developed by seven or eight years old, you know, like your basic belief system. And until that time, you're not, a child doesn't really have the relationship of everything out there in the world. Everything is centered around them. Right. So if something bad happens, they think it's their fault. Huh. 
And then they say, you know, if this, you know, if my parents hadn't, you know, if I'd been better, my parents wouldn't have got a divorce or, you know, uh, you know, all sorts of bizarre, unrational things. But that's what goes into a child's head. And then, you know, our belief system is our programming that controls our thoughts, behavior, actions, and results. So even though we're an adult and we have all the spindle cells which process emotion, but if we're used to you know, stuffing it down, we're still going to do that on an unconscious level. And we're going to still have those same thoughts from those beliefs. Interesting. That sabotages. Right. And one traumatic incident can lead to these sabotaging beliefs? Well, you know, some people, some children have a lot of trauma, you know, consistent trauma with getting beatings and so on. But my belief is that one traumatic incident, you know, which is shocking to your nervous system and so on, you can create a lot of sabotaging beliefs, just one little thing. And, you know, some of those beliefs are very real. Maybe children aren't safe you know, with an alcoholic parent or something, or being beaten or something. So it doesn't mean that these beliefs are all um, not true, but when you're an adult, you have the power to take care of yourself. But if you have the belief that I can't take care of myself, or I'm a victim, then you will, those beliefs keep attracting those same situations out in the adult world. Where you get to be a victim. Yeah, where you get to be a victim. That's what happened to me, yes. I, I kept creating because I was operating from the old childhood beliefs. And, you know, everything's energy. So if you're projecting out in the world just energetically that you're a victim, then you will attract people who will, you know, victimize you sure. or take advantage. If you're, I mean, if you have to be nice to everybody, then wow. Right, right. Uh, someone who is a predator will catch on to that quick. Yes, absolutely. Wow, interesting. Uh, can you talk about the physical ailments? You mentioned that you had uh, went through some inflammation. Well, you know, being a victim, I had been taking all these, you know, alternative healing classes. I learned quite a few, and I had been, you know, doing all sorts of therapy, coaching, you know, year-long coaching programs. I took, like, about five of them. So I had done everything under the world. But then, yeah, like, yeah. yeah I, so... Then something happened to me after being overly accommodating to somebody. Something happened that was a traumatic incident to me that was very fearful and created a lot of anger. And I sort of didn't, I didn't have this tool about feeling into the emotions. And within two weeks, it was basically I got evicted. I was living in Santa Barbara, and it's very hard to find residents and so on. But anyway, so within two weeks, I started having pain all in my muscles and joints. And in three weeks, I could hardly walk. Wow. So I went to the doctor, and they gave me pregnisone, and they diagnosed it as polymyalgia rheumatica, which is severe inflammation. So I took the pregnisone for four years. I spent... $30,000 trying to heal myself and nothing worked. And then in the beginning of the fourth year, I took a theta healing class. Like I, I said, I was taking everything, going to everything. Um, and, and, it, and it was rough being, uh, you know, having all this inflammation because I'd always been an athlete. Mm. And here I was like walking around like a cripple because wow. it was painful. So I took this theta healing class, and somebody in the class, I started trading sessions with her over the phone, weekly sessions, and she was sick too. 
And by the end of 14 to 16 months, I was off the prednisone and I was off, you know, I was free of pain. So that was very inspiring to me of having a direct experience of how the emotions and the beliefs affect your physical body. Right. You know, that body-mind thing. Right. And so the theta was dealing with the beliefs. The theta was dealing with the beliefs and emotions, yes, and of it, clearing that out. Wow. And it ended up clearing out the inflammation. Well, the inflammation was caused by the suppressed anger and fear. Wow. So when I got rid of the anger and fear, then my body was able to heal itself. Fantastic. Yeah. I was grateful. I bet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're kind of touching on this, but why, why is it so important to, to work on the emotional side? Well, when you have blocks around not being able to say no and not having boundaries, maybe not feeling holding a pleat, not you know, being able to speak up and express yourself or ask for what you want, you're going to cause a lot of problems in every area of your life. You know, right. career, relationships, your health and everything. But when you clear those out and you have the beliefs that I am whole and complete, I'm deserving and worthy without doing anything. I don't have to prove myself. I'm just worthy and uh, deserving just because I exist and I feel safe and I can ask for what I want without attachment and expectations. I can stand up for myself. I can have good communication with appropriate discernment. Man, mm. um, are you familiar with Power Versus Force, that book? Yes, excellent. Okay, yeah, because at the bottom of there, at the bottom of his conscious scale is shame, guilt, um, you know, anger. And at the top is love and acceptance for yourself and others. And when you go from down here up to here, your life starts to flow and your life starts happening synchronistically. And, you know, there's a lot more joy, love, and things just happen magically. Yeah, that's beautiful. I've, for my personal journey, I've um, been kind of defined by achievement and I haven't been accomplishing as much as I'd want, let's say, in the past. Mm -hmm. And um, it was the moment that I, I just started to accept where I was and understand that every day there's baby steps and, and I'm, I'm on my journey. And as soon as I did, that's when I, like, you see the line kind of start going like this. Well, you weren't defining yourself by your accomplishments. You can be whole and complete and homeless and have problems being a billionaire. Right. You know, so, okay, great. So good for you. Congratulations. Yeah, but it was that loving yeah. and acceptance uh, yes, of where great. you are. Good, good distinction. Yeah, that mm -hmm. really helped me, okay, let, let the judgment and the, the, the blame and the shame right. go. It's right. useless. Good. Yeah. Good. And just do what you can every day. Right, great. Um, so what... You tell us about your program. You have the Holistic Emotional Makeover. Yes. Amazing program. Please share about it. It's amazing. Um, it's evolved, and I have uh, created a system that can clear out massives, amount, massive amounts of limiting beliefs and emotions, and we do downloads. And uh, so it's a, uh, you know, I start everybody out on a basic 12, hour, 12 hours of sessions, and, you know, some people are completely, completely transformed at the end of the 12. Wow. And so it's every week, is it? Well, or? it just depends on what people's financial 
You know, sometimes I've, I, I had one client do one session a month. That's the only thing she could do, the only thing she could afford. But at the end of the year, she had all of her goals and she was happy and had a new boyfriend and her life is awesome. Nice. Uh, who would you, who would be your ideal client and what could, what results could they expect other than their life being awesome? Okay. Well, <laughs> typically people who I come to me are people who've tried a lot of different things, just like I did. And they still didn't have the goals that they wanted. Um, and the second sort of distinction is people that have also been raised by maybe a controlling, angry parent where they didn't feel safe. Right. And so in the program, since I developed this, this is, is a very young program, this holistic emotional makeover system, um, a lot of the clients, you know, especially if they've already done some personal and spiritual development work, they can have their goals in 12, in 12 sessions, three months, if they choose to have a session a week. Nice. One of the techniques you use is core, the core technique. Can you share yes. about that? Yes. Okay. This technique, which all the listeners can learn right away, if they choose to, they can go to my website and get the special report, and I'm going to put our audio on there uh, next week. But it is a um, basically what the core, core technique is, is to embrace all of your emotions as opposed to ignoring them and stuffing them down. Now, this is highly beneficial because when you embrace them and have compassion for them and really feel them, you know, 1,000%, you complete them so they're not buried alive in your body and will trigger you later. Right. Okay. So how you, would you like to know how yes. you, okay, okay, how you do this. Okay. So, you know, you, you're, you're going along and everything's fine and then all of a sudden you feel a little bit off. You know, little, uh, you know, something's not right. So you, what, what, what you should, what is optimal to do is sit down and close your eyes and find, uh, you know, try to find out if you're disappointed, angry, guilt, shamed or whatever. And a lot of times an incident just happened that day or the day before that triggered this. Right. Okay. Or it could be in real life time. But anyway, you, you can find out how you feel. And if you can't figure it out, it doesn't matter. Just close your eyes, scan your body, and find this energy of the emotion in your body. It could be in your gut, could be in your chest, your throat, you know, behind your eyes, your shoulders, or whatever. And then just focus in on that energy and find the most intense spot and give it love and compassion. And just feel it like a laser beam as much as you can. And what will happen by giving you it attention, just like that little kid jumping on by on your lap, giving it attention, it like completes itself. Right. Yeah, we did this yesterday together and I felt something in my gut. It was just an mm -hmm. intense, almost like pressure, strain. Mm -hmm. And I focused on it. You told me to get right to the center of it. I focused on it, I sent love to it, and it dissipated. I like yes. how you call it completing the emotion, uh, but the sensation was a dissipating. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it really does work. Yes. It's, a, it's effective. It, it's the most powerful tool for everybody to use because of the habitual habit of people trying to push it down, ignore it, uh, you know, camel, you know, 
everything. And any emotion that is buried alive never dies. Mm. So it can easily be triggered. So if, you know, the listeners really become in, you know, really feel their emotions and, you know, maybe they've never even had permission. Maybe they don't feel like they have permission to feel their emotions, but that is the best and the healthiest thing that they can do for their system, for everything, because it will complete it. And if they do it like, you know, on a weekly basis or a daily basis, and when anything comes up or bring up childhood stuff up later on, they can, can be completing a whole massive amount of energy that's been stored in their body. Right. Thank you. That was the point I was going to make is that you can do it for past events or you can do it in the moment if, you get, if you're getting triggered by something. That's correct. Yeah. Scan your body, see where it's showing up physically. Yes. And then send love to it. Send love, focus it in on it, compassion, you know, really feel that, those emotions, yes. What I know is going to happen to me is I'm going to do that, it's going to dissipate, and then the thought of, uh, the triggering thought is going to come back in my head and replay. So you just, do you just keep repeating it? Well, when you do the, um, you know, feeling, uh, you know, focusing, laser beaming that love and compassion towards into that most intense spot of the energy. Yes then when it dissipates like it happened yesterday, then you go back to the original incident and see if there's any energy left. And sometimes the energy comes back and you just keep doing until there's nothing left. Got it. Yes, and I just wanna mention this energy can move because um, a traumatic incident or something that varies up upsetting can have layers. First you could have fear and then it could be anger and then it could be disappointment and sorrow. So the energy can move around. So I want to let people know that if it goes, you know, up to your throat, your throat chakra or something like that, there's nothing wrong. Just follow it, follow it around. Interesting. And that if you start feeling this energy and it's in two places, just pick the one that's the most intense and work on, you know, the intense. Yeah, work on that first. Nice. Yeah. What is one thing my listeners can do to help themselves right well, away? Well, that's, that's doing. One. That's that's doing. That's doing the core technique. Okay. And you know, there's lots of practitioners out there that are able to clear sabotaging beliefs. Of course, you know, I have this magical program of mine, but you know, is, is to work on, you know, work on themselves Yeah. because it's a great investment. Yeah. And it shows up in so many ways. If you're holding on to that anger, for, for example, you, you won't be as nice to your kids or your spouse or to yourself. And, and you know, there's, there's so many layers to how then, then you won't go to the gym so much and then you're even more not nice to yourself. And you know, it, it, it again can be quite a spiral. Well, just like that level, that ladder of consciousness, as you go up and you're more loving and acceptance, accepting, your energy is exuding out exactly. and you attract what you give out, you attract back. And so the more loving and accepting that you are, you know, like the Christ consciousness or whatever, the better, the more good stuff that you attract back. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. If your world's a little messy... Yes. There might be some inner dialogue issues that you need to look at. Well, you know, people, even though you may have a smile on your face, people can get things energetically. Mm -hmm. So, you know, everything's energy. That's so true. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any final thoughts that you have to share? Well, I just want to say, you know, I hope people aren't, you know, agonizing over the pain and suffering that I've gone through. But... Uh, my life is very magical now. Mm -hmm. I'm 
I have this awesome boyfriend, and he's got me playing tennis again after laying off for 17 years. Wow. We're playing in tournaments and doing very well. Uh, we're learning golf, and I went skiing this last week. So, you know, my whole life is, uh, is you know, is great, and I'm healthy and fit, and, uh, you know, I'm just grateful grateful to be doing this work and helping others. That's so beautiful. It's so important, I think, to go through the journey yourself because yeah. then you are such a better coach. Yes. Because you know, you know the process, you know the yeah. limitations, you know the limiting beliefs. Yes. And, and you know what works. You said you've tried so many different things, so. I've tried so many things. One of the reasons that my system, I don't know if I mentioned this, I can't even remember Please. what I'm talking about, but <laughs> some people have the most irrational beliefs that are blocking them and causing them a lot of frustration. Like one client I worked with, um, he had a very negative thing about being responsible because of an incident in his childhood. So he was not doing all the paperwork he needed to do at his job and he was almost ready to get fired. And he loved his job because it wasn't safe to be responsible. Interesting. Yeah, another another client, um, you know, had the need to, you know, be angry to survive. And so maybe that was her coping mechanism as a child to get her needs met or something. Wow. So, you know, there's, you know, there's those kinds of things too. You just never know what someone's been through and why That's they're right. behaving the way they... That's right. I, I, I took a wonderful coaching program um, and, and it taught me that everyone is doing the best they can. Absolutely. And they're literally, they're just downloaded information right. as a kid and now they're trying to survive. That's and right. It, they're operating on such a subconscious level. Very well put. Yeah, that they don't even mm -hmm. know. Yeah. Wow. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah. So I just encourage everyone to really feel their emotions and learn the core technique and that will help them a lot. Good. And then how can people reach you? Well, they can go to my website, holisticemotionalmakeover.com. Wonderful. And if anybody wants to have a consultation, they can just sign up for that. Excellent. A no, co no cost consultation. Wonderful. Yeah. Good, and um, we did a wonderful Core Technique uh, video, actually, yes. podcast yesterday. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I'll put that up as well on okay. the website. So go to aspentalkshealth.com. I'll put up all of Kathleen's information so that you can get to her wonderful program, and you'll see that podcast and learn all more details about the Core Technique. Yeah? Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. Such a pleasure having you all, and I really appreciate you Thank being you. on the show. Thanks.